Welcome to C-Suite Radio. Welcome to Mitchell Levy Presents AHA Moments. Mitchell is a thought leader, entrepreneur, and TEDx speaker who helps you think big and lead an authentic life. Each week, Mitchell gives leaders the inspiration they need to make a greater impact and share their genius with the world. Now, here's Mitchell Levy. Here's another episode that originated from uh, the show I do with Josh Jones on called Grow Your 1099, and it's on the word and. And it's very simple. Try to eliminate the word but, B-U-T, from your vocabulary. And when somebody says something, say and instead. It's such a beautiful technique. It's such a beautiful way to have a conversation in such a way that you're enjoying the conversation. You listen to somebody, and even if you disagree with it, you're kind of saying, and. It's a good technique. It's worth following. It's worth listening to. Spend the next half hour listening to this show. You'll love it. Take care. Bye now. Hi, Mitchell Levy, the AHA Guide, AHA That. And I'm excited to bring you another episode of Grow Your 1099. And here's what I... I trust Josh so much. He said, I said, what are we talking about today? And he says, Mitchell, can I tell you about it on the air? And I'm like, okay. So here is Josh Jones. So um, I'd like to introduce this episode. We're actually going to call the name of the episode and. That's it. We're just calling it and. And I like it. Okay. And the reason I thought of this is. Um, we'll, we'll provide a link to it, but I was reading an interview from the CEO of my, my company uh, that he, he did with Forbes, and they asked him the question. They said, what leader in business do you admire and try to emulate? And this was his response, and so I'm actually going to share my screen. Tell me what you see. I tell you when I see it. There we go. I'm seeing it. Okay, so he said, he said, I had a professor at Harvard Business School, Richard Tedlow, so that's who this quote's from. He said, he made a comment once that has stayed with me ever since. He said, the secret to life is to celebrate the genius of the and rather than the tyranny of the or. He said, while it's a statement that requires some unpacking and has revolutionized how I live my life and how I've run my businesses. And I just thought this was, I'm um, just looking at this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it again. The secret to life is to celebrate the genius of the and rather than the tyranny of the or. And so actually, just to get started, Mitchell, I want to I hear what your, your thoughts are, how, how you, you interpret that yourself. Well, I, I ended up with a slightly different interpretation. So, and I want to share mine, but I was curious what you meant by the or. But what is meant here by the or? By the or? So, well, just just my my interpretation, my thought when I when I read this, as I think about trainings that I've received, where they they've actually talked about this before, where they talk about having an and mentality versus an or mentality, which is my my job personally requires a lot. It basically feels like I'm doing three jobs all the time. I am an account manager, I am a sales rep, and I am also a district manager who is helping helping other reps be successful. And at the same time, I'm also supposed to be recruiting new people to, to my company and 
training and yeah, just bu- building, building up everything. And a lot of people get in this habit or this, this cycle of thinking, well, you know, I, I can either do this or I can do this, but there's no doing both. It's, it's either this or this, and there's no, I'm going to do this and this. And so that's, that's the first thought that I had um, when I saw this was oh, interesting. Okay. applying it to, to my, the expectations that I have with my, with my job of I'm supposed to be able to do this and this. Um, and then at the same time, there's this other expectation where I'm supposed to be successful with my career and I'm supposed to have a successful family life. I got it now. Okay. I, I, you had to say that. Um, and I appreciate it. And, and this is, so what I would say, this is regarding, if I'm going to put it in a framework, this is regarding a physical aspect a physical activity, right? So a lot of times people say, and I've met, Oh God, I've coached 20,000 plus people. And, and those that say, I have a job today and I have to do my job before I can then, uh, and once I quit, I will then be an entrepreneur. <laughs> so what I often say is you can do your job today and you could find a couple hours a week to be an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yep. Right? So that's yep. what you mean by that one. Where Josh, what I was getting held up on is, is I've taken many trainings on the spoken word. And, and so this is a different way to put it. And, and in the spoken word, instead of the tyranny, tyranny of the or, it's the tyranny of the but. Mm-hmm. So I'll give you a couple of examples. It's, if I'm talking to my, my wife and I say, I, I love you, honey, but I'd love you more if. <laughs> right? She doesn't, all she hears is the negative. Or Josh, you are a great partner to work with, but you'd be a better partner if you did yep. this. Right? And, and so... It, it, the but negates discredits everything. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it negates the thing up front. So the better way to say it is, Josh, you are a great partner, and imagine what our partnership would do if, mm-hmm. right? And then fill in the blank. Yeah, and and so it's uh, so I was getting stuck. Uh, I was replacing the or with a but, mm-hmm. um, and and I and and how I frame this, and I'd say it's very similar. In life, in physical activities, I think it's the and and with the or, because there are many people who feel they could do one thing only. They don't figure out how to tie it all together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think in a spoken word, and I, and I think this is true as well. It's it's the and, it's the and instead of anything else, right? You don't couch. So uh, I'm going to have a great Christmas holiday. But man, would it be better if, <laughs> right? I mean, how could you have a great holiday if you're using, if you put the butt in there? Yeah, no, it's, it's, it, the thing is those, those words or and but seem to negate the previous statement. And so it's, it's, it's almost like, well, this, this could happen. It's like, it's like topic, talking hypothetically, like it would be nice, but this is going to keep me from it. And I, I almost feel like that's negative self-talk that we have a lot of the time rather than 
just pushing, pushing through and just having this positive idea of, well, you know, I, I can have my cake and I can eat it. It's not, you can, you, you want your cake and you want to eat it. Well, yeah, of course. What, what's the point of having a cake if you can't? Oh, and when you're young and not gain weight. Yeah, exactly. No, there's also consequences. So you, that's oh, no, actually, that's a that's a good point. You could say you if you wanted to do you could you could eat all the cake you wanted, but this is the consequence if you do that. So uh, I guess, I guess right. it's I guess it's appropriate in in many many cases, but when you're talking about trying to succeed, trying to achieve big things. You've got to be really careful with your vocabulary. And it's more than like just, you know, the actual words, it's the idea behind them and the mindset behind it of, you know, I, I can do this, but if I do this, then, oh, there's no way I'm going to do this also. Cause you know, I don't want to, don't want to spread myself too thin. What happens is when you have, a lot that's expected of you and a lot that's required of you, you start to get creative and you start to work more efficiently. So that's, that's one of the things that I saw when I, I was working a full-time job and writing a book at the same time. I had to make time that didn't exist in my life because I was, I was one of the busiest people I, I knew. I was probably the busiest person I knew and I was in the middle of writing a book. And so I had to figure out in my desperation, I had to figure out a way to be more creative, to maintain the same level of success. And in getting more creative, more inventive, more um, just smarter with, with the way that I was working, it ended up having this impact of producing and achieving more than I was before. So it's interesting. I, I was able to do one really, really difficult task and another one. And somehow I was able to do both of them better than I, I probably would have done if I would have just done, done one thing at a time. So I actually, I, I saw there's a, there's a guy who I know who's writing a book right now and he's been writing it for years and that's all he's doing. And he can't, he can't pay his bills anymore because <laughs> that's 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 all he's doing and he's waiting to finish finish writing this book to be able to then then make money because he he can't work and write a book so but wow. you end up you end up doing worse i think if you have that that or mentality i i like it i it's very interesting so i first of all try it if you're talking with somebody and and you hear you hear the but word coming out, try to replace it with and and see what, see what follows after that and see if the reaction of the person on the other side is different than you normally receive. Mm -hmm. And, and I like the, I like the and instead of the, or the, the interesting part to think about, if somebody's asking you to do something or an opportunity arises, instead of making it an either or, that's kind of maybe what the or is. I could either do this or, or I could do that. Why don't you make it an and, and even if, you, if you're completely not sure, the and could be 
and you've got to think about how best you can make something like that happen. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, that's um, one of my, uh, my mentors from, from a lot of the books that I've read is, is Grant Cardone. I've, I've referenced him so many times, but one of the things he, he talks about is over-promising and over-delivering. <laughs> the over-delivering is an important part. Whether or not you over-promise or not, I like to underpromise and overdeliver, but I, you know, as long as you hit that overpromise. So, do you think he actually does that? Does he both overpromise and overdeliver? And over, that's what he said to do. That's what his book says to do. He says overpromise, promise them the world, and give them even more. Which, well, that's well, that's directly this. Then mm-hmm. that says, listen, if you promise it, you're going to do it, and then some. Yep. Yep. So I just, I, I, I like how um, this, this quote um, says, the secret to life is to celebrate the genius of the and. So celebrating the genius of, of that word and just, it, it's almost like you need to find joy in that idea of and you need to be excited and enthused about just the the beauty of being able to do more than one thing. I feel like as, as um, males, it's really easy to say, Oh, well, you know, I can only do one thing at a time. I can't multitask. And I, I feel like that's a stereotype that um, is easy to fall into is hey, I can only do one thing at a time. But in reality, um, we absolutely can achieve multiple things at the same time simultaneously. So, so by the way, I've never had that, that issue of the, of the not being able to multitask or do multiple things at once. So I, I don't want to fall into that, in that quote unquote male category. Yeah. That's interesting. I have to think about, I haven't really thought about the male, female multitasking world. I, I think about the ages, the younger you are, the more you feel you can multitask. Uh-huh. But I, I feel like those those things like gender, age, um, what other what other things are. I, I feel like a lot of those things we sometimes use them as a as an excuse to fall into that or category. It's like, hey, I'm I'm a guy. I can only think about one thing at a time, so I can either do this or this. And I I I think I use that excuse with with my wife. I've used that before, or if. you sometimes run into people who, I don't know, maybe they say I'm, I'm too, too old to do this, to, to learn this. So I can't, I can't learn a language because I'm too old. So I can either do this or do this. So Josh, I'm, I'm partially struggling. So Mm -hmm. I can, I feel really comfortable telling anyone Mm -hmm. to take the butts out of their words. Yeah. Right, I, I feel really comfortable that if you could replace a positive and on top of a previous and, mm-hmm. that, that life will be that much better or different for you. Mm-hmm. The or, in terms of physical things, the, the one thing that, that is important, I, I, I want to put a parameter, if potentially, mm-hmm. around the or. Because... Busy people are really good at getting things done, 
busy people are also really good of knowing what's in their bandwidth, what's what's in what's what's in their parameters, whether because I get opportunities all the time. I mean, I having written fifty eight books, I'm right in the middle of wrapping up my fifty ninth. I I I could almost in every conversation I have come up with a new book that technically I should write. I, however, don't necessarily see the value of me as author of doing those books. So I'm, I'm putting in that particular case, I'm not sure it's an or per se. I mean, I guess you could say, well, I could, I could do this thing or that. The question becomes sometimes there are opportunities that come your way that don't require the and or the or they require the oh doesn't fit it 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 won't help me move forward mm-hmm. do you know what i'm saying so I, was, I guess i was kind of struggling with that i think it i think i think i i absolutely love the and and maybe what you were implying in your statement is the the or or for things that you know are a good fit mm-hmm. right and so I think what has to happen is what I want to make sure is that, that we're not actually saying you should have to say yes to everything. Because <laughs> right? there was a movie about that. That, that, yes. that may not be the right thing, right? So, but I believe what you're saying is say yes to everything that will help you achieve your goals. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I feel like using the word or as an excuse and having that mentality of, you know, I can pick and choose the the tasks that are going to lead to my goal. It's no, if you're going to achieve the goal, it's going to require this, this, and this, and you're not going to be able to get the same results if you leave out one of those steps. Um, one of the one of the thoughts that I was having about all of this is if you look at it from a from a business perspective, if you have a business that says, so we can either increase our revenue or we can increase our profit. Well, <laughs> that's a good one. So so that's that's what I've I've actually I've seen that many times where that's that's the mentality that they have is yeah, we can't we can't do both. We can't increase revenue and profit. Well, if you want to increase both, then you need to drive down your costs and increase your sales. I, I, I like it. I, I, I'm still, I'm more stuck or more comfortable with the words. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, I'm going to present two things. Tell me which one we like better. This is regarding your speaker, your speaking. Josh, you're a great speaker and you would be better if you got, if you use less ums. Okay. How does, how does that feel versus Josh, you're a great speaker, but you'd be much better if you use less ums. Yeah, no. Right. What's really fascinating. That second one, you no longer hear you're a great speaker. Uh Uh-huh. I know it's, it just, it completely disappears. It, It covers the, the butt covers everything, everything positive. And the and just says, oh, Mitchell kind of likes me as a speaker and he thinks I'll be that much better if I could 
we move thumbs, it, it, it's a much more positive way of viewing the, the world and making things happen. It's, it's a more constructive word than a destructive word. Ah, well said. So no, I, I, I think getting rid of, of, but especially is, is going to change conversations that you have, especially with, with customers, with clients. Yeah. There are some cases um, where actually I, I do feel like, but is very appropriate. And we've talked about this before where if you want to do a pullback and say, wait, but this might happen. So this may, this may keep me from, from moving forward and, and setting you up with my product. Or, so, or I actually think I just thought of the best use of the word, but in a sentence when you're complimenting your competitor. Oh, interesting. Right? Because there are definitely good things that competitors do. And adding the but... Puts will, a stop to it. Will negate it without <laughs> actually negating it. So I actually, I've, I've used that before and, and not uh, deliberately. It just kind of came naturally. So one of the things that I say about my, my competitor is... I say, so yeah, they actually, they have a 10 year leak guarantee, but we have a 20 year. And so it just right there. It's like, oh yeah, they're a fantastic company. They have this, but we have this. So yeah, that's, that, that would be an appropriate, appropriate use. That's interesting. <laughs> oh, and on that note, I think we, I think we've done enough with the and and the or and the but. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that's a, a, a wrap on this. <laughs> um, yeah, just just reading it one last time. The secret to life is to celebrate the genius of the and rather than the tyranny of the or. Uh, beautifully I, done. Josh, yeah. thank you for this insight and letting us pontificate on a single word or concept, which, if applied appropriately, will change everything. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you at the next episode. Take care. Bye. This is Mitchell Levy, the AHA guy from AHA That. Thanks for listening to this episode of Grow Your 1099, where Josh Jones and I are helping to propel the door-to-door sales industry as one that's a great occupation. To learn more about Grow Your 1099, go to http colon slash slash aha dot pub slash grow your 1099. And to learn more about creating and sharing your aha moments, go to ahathat.com slash author, where you can also find a link to book strategy session. You've been listening to C-Suite Radio. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Редактор